Mark Rosenberg is with us live via telephone. He is a director of North American Aliyah, Nefesh Benefesh. Go to nbn.org.il, nbn.org.il. Go to uh, or use the phone number 866-4-ALIYAH, 866-4, and then A-L-I-Y-A-H. And we've spoken during the summer with Mark and with others from Nefesh Benefesh. Uh, back in July, they were starting a process uh, that would, uh, I believe... Um, allow for 16 flights from the New York area to be group flights for um, Nefesh Benefesh North American Olim. And I believe, and we'll find out in a moment, that they are down to their last flight. That There'll be one in September, and that'll be the final one before we get to uh, the brand new year. Pretty amazing during this COVID-19 situation to hear about and watch so many singles, families, and senior citizens actually move to Israel. Mark Rosenberg, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, good morning, Nachman. How are you doing? Baruch Hashem. Happy, healthy, sweet New Year to you. And uh, this <laughs> this year is ending with quite an amazing effort from the people at Nefesh Benefesh. Am I right? There's one of these summer 16 group flights remaining? It has been uh, a, a long summer for all of us, especially those who had young children at home. Um, so it's hard, hard to believe that we've turned the calendar to September as well as uh, also hearing the chauffeur reminds us that uh, tea tray is coming. But we indeed have have had uh, 22 uh, group flights already. 22? Uh, with, yeah. yeah. Wow. Spread out, spread out through the summer, and we've had anywhere between a dozen to over 72 Olim on, the, on these group flights, and it's been a successful way. Um, to help the people who are planning to come get here. We, we missed, definitely missed the energy of those big charter arrivals, and a lot of people told us they were watching the YouTube versions of the arrivals just to uh, drink up the energy. <laughs> but it is amazing to, amazing to see these dozens of people coming in these groups. I didn't even think of that. We should have suggested to people to go to some of those videos and be inspired. They are pretty amazing. And a very different summer, obviously. Uh, by the way, not only uh, are things limited on your end, meaning there's no massive celebration that most of us here uh, who tune in or those of us who have the privilege of being there uh, are used to at this point, but I would assume that at uh, Kennedy, Newark, and other airports that you used during the summer, there's very little fanfare on the way out, can can relatives and friends even say goodbye to everybody within the confines of the airport at this point? It's also proving a challenge for people. We uh, we can't necessarily bring staff in to make sure that the check-in is going smooth. So we have someone calling everyone as they are getting to the airport, timing it right. So when they're going wow. in, they have that you know the last-minute tip there. We're sending um, packages, care kits, so they have the, the Nefesh Benefesh hats. And they have their uh, boarding pass and everything that they're going to need to know when when they land in Israel. So it's been a, it's been a change of sorts, but I think that people are definitely having uh, limited uh, limited goodbyes. I've seen a few of these um, people. They've had the drive-bys. Their neighbor neighbor neighbors have driven by the house as they leave. Yeah. And and I've seen I've seen at the airport definitely families will get out and uh, do the side hug as best they can with their masks on. It's definitely, it, the emotion is still there, even though the, the situation is as, as challenging as ever. It's funny because people don't realize that uh, uh, not only do immediate family members come to the airport, in so many cases extended family members and close yeah. friends are also there usually 
uh, for the big send off, the big goodbye, the official uh, uh, the official ceremony that takes place at Kennedy. Mark Rosenberg is here. Nefesh Benefesh, nbn.org.il, and of course eight six six for Aliyah. The seventy eight is the mo- I shouldn't say seventy eight. What was what did you say the highest total was of a flight? I think it was seventy two. We had one group of seventy two. Was the largest we were able to uh, accommodate uh, with all the limitations of seats going very very fast. I'm focused on the seventy eight number because those were the yeah. lone soldiers that uh, that came this mm-hmm. summer. I have a feeling that number probably increased since you made that official declaration a few weeks ago. Uh, and uh, and and. Again, not to minimize what families are going through during these trying times, but lone soldiers who already experience a degree of loneliness, we get that, and your organization tries very hard to you know, stem the tide of loneliness and keep them you know, filled with um, a company and camaraderie when possible. Uh, these times have, have got to have been a bit more challenging for those soldiers going to Israel, again, with that little bit further feeling of isolation. Yeah, and often there's, there's a paradox. I think that we live in, 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 it's, I think it's not surprisingly the most wonderful time ever. That we can FaceTime and we can Zoom and, and be right. connected to our family around the world and, and just have that connection. I remember I, my, my children, my children always rolled their eyes. When I spent time in Israel, you know, we, we had to send the aerograms. My <laughs> wife says when she came out, she came out there, they used to send cassette tapes. I had to explain to my children what cassette tapes are. <laughs> and here we, we, here we are, be able to have FaceTime and have that connection. So it is really, in one sense, it, it's, it's wonderful and, and they can speak to them next they don't have to worry about changing SIM cards. But it does not deny the second side of the paradox, which is you counted on that moment and, and being able to be there for that emotional goodbye to say that, you know, we're continuing this 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 hug and, and it's it's not it's not a break off. We're really just stretching our connection across the world. And that's difficult for people. It's it's difficult to not have that storybook goodbye. And I personally and I've gotten a dozen emails over the past few weeks and I'm sure that Rabbi Fast is getting uh, four times that of people who said, you know, it was my dream to arrive on that charter and I, I feel I, I missed out on that, even though they achieved their dream and they arrived in Israel. There wasn't that that the fanfare and that that moment that they could really get off the plane and kiss the ground like they had planned to. But like so many things that have happened over the past half a year, uh, the plans have not gone to, gone as, as we thought. But it's really amazing to be able to feel the accomplishment that you did achieve your goal. Yeah, and then there's the added factor of you really don't know when you'll reunite with your family because you know except for these oh. you know grandparent clauses and things like that that are exceptions that are being made to get people from here to Israel. The reality is that right now, uh, you know, it seems every month the the travel to Israel ban gets extended by a month. So we just don't know. Yes, just... yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, shout out to all my family members in, in the, <laughs> who are your listeners who it's a topic of conversation that this is going to be probably the longest time in my life that I've gone without seeing them and my mom especially. It's it's really, really, uh, it, it ties that emotional piece together, um, but it also gives a, a, a need to strengthen that, to be able to realize, you know, why people are making these decisions. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's, I must have watched the triple, the Nefesh Benefesh triple, triple flight video, which was, I think, about 11 years ago. We had a flight from Canada, from England, and the U.S. landed at the same time, and it's a very emotional seven-minute video uh, with, uh, you know, a, a come, come home, and uh, it, it's really, 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 really wonderful. But that moment in the video where they say, you know, everyone say goodbye to your friends and family. It's like, it, it, it's a tearjerker moment. 
and 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 to to dwell on that that it, it was extended or we missed that moment is uh, is difficult but I, I think that with the proper support and we are hope we're very hopeful that come october you know that families and relatives will be able to visit again is looking very positive but uh with with the eye on the greater prize i think people are receiving blessings from the family members and they're they're looking forward to a, a re- return to normal travel and normal visits all right before we get to the topic of the day mark rosenberg just to answer a question that i asked uh, earlier on the air and did not have the answer to and frankly wasn't smart enough to just go to the web and find out the answer are schools open today? We know September the 1st in Israel is a big, big, big day usually every single year. Is a certain percentage of schools open? How's it working now on what's supposed to be day one of school in Israel? So I can confirm school did open today. I have been there twice to drop off and pick up different kids. Right. Um, there, are cert- there are certain regions in the country because the numbers, um, the schools were not allowed to open. I think they were a red area. Jerusalem is an orange area, so there still are, our numbers are in the middle zone. And many, many students did return. Um, not every grade returned. Uh, my second visit was for the fifth, fifth and sixth graders went back for a shorter visit today as they're, as they're staggering the start. So there is a start to the school year. There is a lot of uncertainty about it, but first graders have a, have a normal day. It was a very special day in the Rosemary household as we had a, we had our youngest started first grade. Um, but the, we are, we're navigating the changes as I'm sure many of your listeners are about, um, it might be school this week and we're wondering what's going to be next week. And if you had to guess, I mean, I'm, I'm just off the top of your head, you'd say the majority over 50% of the students in Israel are in school today. Um, definitely, that is the case. I'm not sure that they are having full days. Right. Uh, first Good of all, t- Tuesday is always a shorter day because it's uh, youth movement day. It's sneak day. Right. So in general, Tuesday is an early departure for people. But I, I can tell you that my uh, seventh grade twins um, are, are currently going every other day. And that that's how they're staggering. So one of my, my one of my daughters was having a day off, even though it was the second day of school, for her to go in. Um, but and then Zoom classes are supposed to start start kicking up. We'll see. We're uh, I'm trying to stay optimistic about uh, how the school is adjusting. They definitely had a good amount of time to prepare for this, which was much better than the end of last last school year. All right, Mark Rosenberg. Topic of the day. Now, I mean, look, this is now essentially coming to a close, meaning the summer season of Aliyah. As we mentioned, the 9th of September is your last official group flight that we know of. If there are others, you could let us know. But that'll be the last one before Rosh Hashanah, which begins the night of the 18th of September. People will have time to contemplate over the uh, Rosh Hashanah Sukkot break uh, with their families if, in fact, they're trying to implement a major change in their lives. Uh, Some might argue that if people have not yet reacted to the COVID situation in these parts, uh, that they likely are not going to uh, make that big move or big decision between now and the end of 2020. How do you foresee the next couple of months and what can you say to people to encourage them that if they haven't made the move yet in terms of uh, uh, getting their applications in, that in fact this is a good time. Even the second half of the year with winter coming and having survived these past six months, this is a good time to actually imp- implement the plan. Well, we, uh, it's been no secret, and we've had the pleasure to discuss this, discuss this with you on the air, that we've seen an unprecedented rise in interest that it's gone up over 200%. And, and last month, I think we were 150% higher in phone calls and applications that are coming. So the trend is, is still kicking in for people, and that, that interest is really pointed towards the spring and the summer of 2021. So it actually is, although we are busy making sure that the people have their quarantine locations and their, their bags are meeting the standards for you, 
excited because they're being very particular about all the overweight sizes and all the needs of the people coming now. Um, are, the organization eyes are really working towards uh, the people coming in the winter and the summer. So it's, it's, there isn't a better time if you are a want to explore and, and join our online activities. We're having uh, webinars pretty much every Sunday in different, and, and different um, meeting opportunities. Um, it's also the advantage of now is if you miss the webinar, we're having actually almost three times as many people watch the recording of them at, at, their, at their convenience and binge watching them, however they're going to get their information. So if you do want to find out if you have the ingredients to make Aliyah, if you're wondering if now that you're working from home and you wonder, you wonder about the tax implications of bringing your career to Israel, because now that you can do it from home, you can do it from the comforts of Modi'in or Beit Shemesh or Gosh Etzion, wherever it may be. Um, or if you're saying, as, uh, as, as a frequently question that's coming across my plate is, you know, you're, you want to split your time and you want to say, okay, I'm going to be a snowbird to Jerusalem and I, I, want, to, I want, want to get that Israeli passport so I can get into Israel and, and split my time, you should really engage with us and make sure that you're going to get those big questions answered so that you can really move forward with the confidence to figure out when is the best timing for you. All right, but uh, one, there but... is, it is no secret that most people come in the summertime, but we are seeing a, a peak interest okay. in uh, November and December this year. Um, so we are, we are well-staffed for it and ready to uh, answer the call. All right, maybe I should ask this more directly then, because, but i gotta, yeah. I got to be careful because, frankly, every time I go down this road, all I do is embarrass myself. Uh, I, I always state the reasons why, uh, why it's a shock that these numbers are flying the way they are. You just described, I think you said, uh, in terms of summer or September, you used the figure 150%. Obviously, that's in comparison to the mm-hmm. same period of time from last year but now I'll ask you Correct. now I'll ask you directly assuming again which I am doing that the momentum cannot possibly be as enthusiastic as it was just a few months ago when this jolt of covid-19 and what you just described the the reality that one can work from anywhere you know really hit home for so many if we're going to look at these statistics this coming october bad example it's yontif but november and december you would still say those numbers are going to be, and I'm talking about interest now, I'm talking about applications, I'm talking about yeah. activities, those numbers are still going to be in the 150% range? I, I'm, I'm inclined to say yes, not just because uh, it's in my professional interest to be optimistic, <laughs> but if, if, if we were able to see, and this is, let's talk about the past, that we had about 65% um, people of the people make Aliyah compared to last year, okay? And that's with shutting down of airlines and shutting down of passports and government offices. Uh, we have seen an incredible response of people who are determined to to cross the the Ben Gurion uh, finish line of Aliyah, um, despite these obstacles. Um, I, I, the, the momentum seems to be pushing forward, and and the, just the uncertainty of schools and and people saying that they're they're coming. I know a great family from New Rochelle that's coming next week. They missed the first week of school. That's fine. They understand that they they you know they were going to have school online, half online for their children. So it, it is it is pushing in that direction, and I think that uh, as, as people are really running the numbers, and 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 I think that's that's what's shocking. 
too. It's, it's the, the, not from the phone calls are not about the the, the yamim, yamim noraim in Israel and the holidays and Chag Sameach on the buses and the weather, as though it's very hot here right now. It's, it's really it's really about the taxation and budget questions, and and they really want to shift certain items, and that's giving people the confidence to realize that the the, num- the numbers come out that this seems like a great uh, a great shift, and Israel is 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 not that seductive case it was in the 1950s or the inspirational uh, visionary place it was in the 1960s and 70s after the Sixth Day War. It's it's a viable um, option. I even say alternative for many people are saying, okay, I, I, we want to shake things up. We we want to leave the New York area, or we 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 want to actually you know move to the suburbs. Why don't I consider the suburbs in Eretz Israel? And I think that has been uh, uh, something that's been crescendoing um, with uh, with just the realities of how Israel has prospered, and we are, we are reaping that now. Um, and so even if it's going to dip to a 100% increase uh, compared to this time last year, um, I, I, I don't see something that's going to be a momentous setback for us. Curiosity question. Has anybody, mm-hmm. br- has anybody brought up now because of Zoom their students, mm-hmm. their children, staying in school in an American school for, I don't know, 8th grade, 12th grade, etc., while living in Israel? Did we lose you? Yeah, I, I, oh. I, no, I'm here. I, I know. I know two people specifically that are doing that. Really? I. I. I mean, really? It's so not they, a trend. So they finish gra- not, and they graduate from school while living their first uh-huh. year in Israel. That's such a gr- uh-huh. cool, cool idea. And 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 one of them is going to send their kid to school in Israel as well. They're like, okay, fine. They'll they'll finish their day at three, and they'll have to get on and do that homework. But they want it. It's 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 a time of experiment for people. People yeah. those certainty those certainties that we thought that you know how could I you know how could we not have guests for Shabbos you know yeah. you know every Shabbos like the, the, this part of this new digestion of this of the reality of this great disruption is leading to people to say you know what I used to say my to my my, my kids when they came Shabbos arts for the year, you have to come back to go to college in America. Right. You have to, you have to. And suddenly they're saying, hey, wait a minute, why don't I, why don't I let my kid go to Bar- Bar-Ilan or IDC for, the, for, for, for their undergraduate? Aliyah or not, okay? And then let's see what their plans are afterwards. Right. It, it, it's causing people to just Look, and I think that's what's great about it, whether, I mean, just the tide and the partial kitavo, whether it's, um, you know, a certain sense of like a shemitah, a returning to uh, those basic values for people, and that's why we are thrilled to be available, whether it's um, uh, synchronistic in our, our live events or you want to contact us or after watching our events, to have that conversation to see if, it's, if it really meets what your needs are um, and that that's been the that's been the response. I don't think, and this is I would anticipate the next question. Maybe is I, I don't think the election is going to have a big influence one way or the other on it. I, I that normally people feel politics sways in, and and yeah, it's, it it's always in my, a, in my opinion, it's always a wrong it's prediction. Really, yeah. it's it's really has to do with a core, a core value yeah. when people are looking at you know, their their family or their plans, and I think that that momentum is going to continue. Yeah, the, the the phoniness of the people who say if if one person wins, I'm leaving the country. Unfortunately, that. That extends to our community. It's never a reality, and you're 100% right. It never has an effect. And believe me, there have been more important elections than this one in terms of having an effect on our community uh, uh, that have happened in the past. Never has an effect. Finally, uh, oh, oh, and by the way, you mentioned, you mentioned before the Ben-Gurion finish line. Is that one of the only yeah. benefits of this time, that when the Olim get there, it's a relatively empty airport? <laughs> <laughs> it is the smoothest, the smoothest arrival experience. Uh, my, co- my cousin made, made Ali a very appreciative uh, be able to do that wasn't able to greet them at the airport. They said there was something like 15 minutes they were in the taxis and out at the airport. <laughs> um, and uh, 
and and then and then they and they moved to a neighborhood where people were just dropping off food for them for two weeks. So it was it was quite the, quite the experience. Oh, was that so yes, but I, we are hopeful, as as you know, the ins and outs of of of, of these points is that there's going to be a lot of progress after this. People are going to realize how they can do things much more efficiently um, because they realize that you know we used to have tied up to certain things to approvals of face to face things, and we're we're excited that. We can start breathing again uh, come October and, and, and see how this whole process can even benefit from this upheaval. I don't even know if it's fair to end uh, uh, this conversation by asking this question. It may be really unfair because um, uh, maybe Rabbi Fess, you know, deals with this more on a regular basis. But, but I would hope, Mark, that, that this, you know, this unique opportunity, this unique historical opportunity is, is appreciated by those who are in leadership positions in Israel. There are people who control both uh, politically power and politically money who could you know dedicate a lot of both to trying to get thousands and thousands of people to move from North America and other countries frankly and other regions of the world to Israel at this time i hope they 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 get the fact that this is really a unique opportunity to to uh, implement the resources that they have uh, to accomplish a really important goal um, yes, I, I, I know. That, I know that Rabbi Fass uh, is, is at the Knesset every other week having these conversations. I think that, uh, speaking from a personal experience, my, I, we were supposed to have a, a double bat mitzvah for my girls in April, and we pushed it off in March. We, we we were uncertain about it, and we haven't rescheduled it. And 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 we realized just this last week that it's been like six months. We you know. So, so I think very much the first response of the government was like, "Okay, wait, we 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 just gotta we just gotta gather ourselves." Right. And it took a little it took a little time to realize that this is happy, like most of us. We like what is social distancing? You know, what does this really mean? And what is what is a sinful going to be like that we're not going to you know have as many family members? And I think they have successfully turned the corner. And there's serious conversation about what it's going to be to receive um, Aliyah of choice. Uh, people are saying, this is the place I want to move to, and we need partnerships. We need, we need, we need the response uh, from the Jewish agency and the, and the government's offices to do that. Um, and the leadership is turning to do that. We just need their agreement. Well, thankfully, we have a great minister in, uh, who is um, all about that. She has stepped forward and said that we are going to do this, and we're going to do this in the modern ways um, and, and deal with it. So we just have to be able to uh, present that to the public. But based on, on, on a day-to-day operation, the, the message is very, very clear about that. We just want to make sure it's going to trickle up and trickle down as well. Uh, everybody listening, I hope you understand how historic this is. I hope you understand the, the potential you have to be part of history, not that that's going to be the selling point. I think there are a lot of other selling points in terms of uh, considering Aliyah, but uh, it, but the, one of the byproducts is you're, you're literally part of a historic movement. Everybody out there, you know the you know the drill. And you've probably gone online and considered it a few times. nbn.org.il, nbn.org.il, 866-4-ALIYAH, 866-4-A-L-I-Y-A-H. Mark Rosenberg, It's uh, I, I miss the fact that we didn't spend at least part of the summer together, but I take this opportunity to wish you a happy, healthy, and sweet new year. And hopefully in the new year we will reunite in the Holy Land, please God. That sounds that sounds really great. Wish all your listeners as well a sweet, happy, and and lots of simcha. Please, lots of good health and lots of simcha to you and your family. Oh, mate, thank you, Mark. Mark Rosenberg, director of North American Aliyah Nefesh Benefesh. He's amazing, and uh, the organization is just flying. And I don't just mean literally because they need airplanes to uh, get people to Israel. They are flying, meaning that the numbers are just off the charts. 
And a lot of our listeners are taking advantage of the unique opportunity right now to get to Israel and to uh, start a life there. 8664 Aliyah and nbn.org.il. And this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NahumSegal.com and the NahumSegal Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. 